The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Senator Ron Johnson, Republican of the great state of Wisconsin. At the bottom of the hour, he will not back off. He will not stop going for truth when it comes to COVID-19, the proper treatments. There's a lot of information out there that that the woke culture has decided that you are not allowed to know. Ron Johnson's goal is to make sure that you know it. And he had this great panel earlier in the week. We talked about how many people saw it, how many people still can see it. I will link to it as well to make sure that you guys can go and check it out too. Uh, but we'll have him at the bottom of the hour. And, uh, and we're going to take a lot of phone calls. I mean, very simple question for you. Do you think you are getting real information, truthful information from doctors who are being pushed like Dr. Fauci uh, by the CDC, the NIH, the FDA, the Biden administration, the left in this country, big media, big tech, big Hollywood, big sports, big academia? Are you getting the truth about COVID-19 and how to deal with it or not? And uh, we'll, we'll start taking those calls right off the top here on a Friday. I'll give you some strings. Uh-huh. Totally me. I had some cheese in during the break. Cheese. Okay. What day is it anyway? Where is Bob Guthrie? Let's go, Bob. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. You know it. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. You know what? I'm in that kind of mood. Free Speech Friday. Let's go. Ah, freedom. Uh huh. Say what? Bring it down. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we will move on. That is Case Smythe. And for Kerry, that is Polo. And for Polo and Sam, getting it done as always. I am your talk monkey. Joe Pags Again, Senator Ron Johnson, bottom of the hour. Whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. Those of you who are keyboard or Twitter or social media badasses or email badasses, today is your day. Whatever's on your mind, it sounds good. You know, sometimes they'll call in and they'll say, yeah, well, he, he told me to call in. Uh, he, you know, he actually specifically told me to call in. And, and that's true. I probably did. But we also choose what topics we're talking about normally Monday through Thursday. So on a Friday, you can call in on whatever's on your mind. Uh, you also get this one. This happens a lot on social media. They'll say, well, have me on as a guest. Why? You've got a fake name, no picture on Twitter, and you're my next big guest? That'll, that'll bring in the ratings. And then you'll get this one. Hey, why don't you come on my show? We'll, we'll, break it, we'll break it down. Come on, call in next time I talk about that. I don't want to help your ratings. Because again, the entirety of the radio listenership and viewership, if you're watching on Twitch, um, in America, they're on pins and needles knowing that bot 126 from Twitter with no, with no picture is going to come on my show and debate me. No. No, no, you're giving yourself a little, a little too much credit there. All right, we've had lawyer Thomas Renz on this program a couple of times. He is a guy who is out in front of what's really happening with COVID-19. He has whistleblowers from within this government giving him true information from the Department of, of Defense, from other departments as well, about what's really happening. And right before we started the show tonight, I was on YouTube floating around, and ABC or CNN or NBC or somebody, one of these, one of these big lefty media outlets, 
did a whole report on how there is no increase in miscarriages. There is no, you know, uh, there are no side effects, adverse effects for women um, when it comes to the COVID vaccines. Thomas Renz, however, doesn't just roll over and say, okay, sounds good. He actually is going to use fact here. And Kay, I think you've got a story outlining what he's uncovering. This in from the Tennessee Star. Lawyer Thomas Renz, miscarriages and cancers up 300%, neurological problems up 1,000% in the past year. During a panel discussion in the United States Senate Monday, attorney Thomas Renz, a member of America's Frontline Doctors legal team, revealed several alarming vaccine safety signals that the U.S. government has ignored. The information was provided by three military doctors who have access to vaccination data that has been withheld from the general public. Senator Ron Johnson convened a panel of world-renowned doctors and experts to provide their perspectives on the global pandemic response, including their perspectives on early and hospital treatment, vaccine efficacy and safety, what went right, what went wrong, and what could be done and what should be done and what needs to be addressed in the long term. The panel discussion was entitled COVID-19, A Second Opinion. Renz said three Department of Defense whistleblowers, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, Dr. Samuel Sigaloff, and Lieutenant Colonel Peter Chambers have provided stunning inside data about vaccine injuries. All three have given me this data in declarations that we stated this is under penalty of perjury, Renz said. We intend to submit this to the courts. According to the whistleblowers, miscarriages and cancers have increased by about 300% in the past year over the five-year average. Incredibly, the doctor said that the data shows a 1,000% increase in neurological problems, which, as Renz noted, affects pilots. That's a, being- well, I'm going to stop you there because, the, again, if we, if we just took that video and audio of what Kay just did, and posted it up on any social media site that isn't like Getter or Parler that's actually a non-censored site. You put it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it would be censored and deleted almost immediately, and you'd get some sort of a strike on, on your membership there because you're, you're spreading so-called mis- or disinformation. Did you, have, you wanted to wrap that up? Well, what else do you have on that? Well, the testimony continued... One of the doctors had told Renz that our soldiers are being injured, experimented on, and sometimes possibly killed. Testifying under the Military Whistleblowers Protection Act, Lieutenant Colonel Long told Johnson that she had to ground vaccinated pilots with symptoms of myocarditis out of concern they could die of heart failure in mid-air, the Washington Times reported. I made numerous efforts to get senior medical leaders to at the very least, inform soldiers of the risk. My concerns were ignored, Dr. Long said, during the event. I'm going I'm I'm to jump in here. We're going to talk a lot more about the event. Okay, thank you. At the bottom of the hour, Ron Johnson himself is coming on. The senior senator, not the senior senator, the senator from the great state of Wisconsin. I'm not sure if he's senior or not. And by the way, the senior and junior senator um, uh, demarcation is is who's been in the Senate longer. I'm not sure if he's been in, in longer or the, other, or the other senator from Wisconsin. But um, at the end of the day, we're going to talk about why he did it, why he keeps on pushing against the, the machine, and why he's pushing for truth. So it's a simple question. Do you... Do you have any doubts about the information you're getting? Do you feel as though you're getting all the information you need on COVID-19? I mean, we just saw a story today where people are literally going back and getting revaccinated. Project Veritas released this today. People in New York are getting vaccinated four and five times because they're giving out $100 gift cards. And they're going to different locations using a different name saying, I forgot my ID. And they're getting vaccinated four and five different times. 
so they can get a $100 gift card every time. We're already hearing of the adverse effects that are potential with these vaccines. I wonder how much worse it would be if you got the shot four or five times. The whole thing's, the whole system's broken, in my opinion, but you might think that you're getting all the vital information you need. Do you feel as though the government is being as honest as it can be? Do you feel as though Fauci is being honest and he's just a truth teller? Do you think that Walensky over at the CDC or the, yeah, the CDC, is she being truthful? Is the FDA being truthful? Is Pfizer that is making billions and billions of dollars? Are they being truthful or are they trying to, to get more profits? These are questions that should be normally asked by anybody who's got a brain before you get some experimental shot in your arm. These should be normally asked as we watch people die around us. How many people's lives might have been saved had we not been playing this game from early on where we just say, hey, man, let's let, as Joe Rogan said, throw the kitchen sink at it, man. Throw everything you possibly can at it. Let's see what works. And if something works, I don't care if it costs a dollar as compared to $700 for a pill or, or for some some sort of a therapeutic. I don't care what the cost is. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So I'm going to go out. I'll go out here on a limb. You guys already know this. I don't think we're being told the whole truth. I don't think that we're getting all the information. I don't think we're allowed to even talk about the adverse effects. How about you? Do you feel like you are? Do you feel well-informed on this? Do you feel good about it? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I'm glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. It never used to be any sort of conflict in this in this country. It never used to be controversial to say, I just want all the information I can get on that. You know, oh, cancer? Okay, great. Like, I, I had cancer, right? 10, 11 years ago, whatever it was. And when I saw the doctor, I asked a bunch of questions. I can't imagine him saying, you, you can't ask that question. What's the matter with you? Of course I can. And, and I did. And I, and I will again if I want to. It never has been this way. I don't know why the left has been so successful in shutting down skepticism or just interrogative statements. What, what's wrong with saying, hey, so does ivermectin work? Does hydroxychloroquine work? Zinc? D3? Can we, do any of those things work? What's this Regeneron thing? Remdesivir? Can, can, we say, can we even say these things? Monoclonal antibodies. What's wrong with asking those questions? I don't understand why that's controversial, and it shouldn't be. Oh, by the way, there are questions being asked, and uh, one case might wrote a story. What's it called? It's the National Pulse. Is that what it is? I always get it wrong, Kay. You wrote a story. National Pulse. Uh, There you go. And it's now up and running. Uh, Give us what you you found out here. Uh, People are asking questions. Go ahead. The British Medical Journal is demanding pharmaceutical companies release raw COVID-19 vaccine data. BMJ editors Peter Doshi, Fiona Godley and Cameron Abassi published an editorial stating that data should be fully and immediately available for public scrutiny, adding that much of the data from major vaccine manufacturers cannot be accessed because of the vaccination's lack of approval by the Food and Drug Administration. The FDA is only producing data for Pfizer's vaccine as both Moderna and Johnson & Johnson 
Johnson's vaccine are not approved by the FDA, despite the popular misconception that they are. Rather, the latter pair have emergency authorization use status rather than FDA approval. Initially, the FDA said it was willing to release 500 pages of data per month, but a judge in Texas rejected this offer, ordering the entity release at least 55,000 pages of the data the FDA used to license Pfizer's vaccine. At present, Pfizer has indicated that it will not begin entertaining requests for trial data until May 2025, some two years after the primary study completion. Moderna may release data at some point this year, but not before trials are complete. The estimated completion date... And I just clicked on the wrong button. I apologize. The estimated completion date for the Moderna study trial review is October 27th, 2022. The BMJ called the refusal to release data an unacceptable delay and morally indefensible. The editorial continues, We are left with publications but no access to the underlying data on reasonable request. This is worrying for trial participants, researchers, clinicians, journal editors, policymakers and the public. Big Pharma is the least trusted industry. At least three of the many companies making COVID-19 vaccines have passed criminal and civil settlements, costing them billions of dollars. One pleaded guilty to fraud. Now the COVID pandemic has minted many new pharma billionaires. I'm going to jump in here because first of all, there's a and thank you. Kay actually wrote that. That's on the website. She is the writer on it. So I appreciate you bringing it to, to the show as the show is going. So, one thing they have wrong is that Pfizer somehow has an FDA-approved vaccine. It doesn't. That's just not true. So, so the what is this? The, the British Medical Journal is saying this. Yes, this is from the British Medical Journal. But I believe, yeah, they were talking about the community. Yes, it's very hard to say. It's community, community, whatever the hell we're calling it. That got licensing approval, but you can't find it here. Now, they might have it in Great Britain. They don't have it here. The Pfizer vaccine that is being given here, the shot that's being given here is BioNTech. Although Pfizer says BioNTech and Comirnaty, community, whatever, that they're somehow interchangeable, they are not interchangeable legally. They say that there is legal distinction, and we cannot get an answer as to what the hell that means. Um, I have not seen, and no doctor that I've, that I've talked with, no scientist that I've talked with, has ever seen a vial of community, Comirnaty, whatever it is. Nobody's ever seen a vial of that in the United States of America. And that's a major problem because they're trying to say they're FDA approved. When I can't get this, I can get one that is labeled BioNTech. The argument that it's the same thing is a stupid argument because if it were, they would never have changed the name. So the FDA approval appears to have been, last August, of the licensing of the name and of what would be in the vial. And then the testing and the, and the clinical trials would start. I don't know that it's even available abroad. I have no idea. Uh, what I do know is Pfizer originally tried to ask for 55 or 60 years to have to, <laughs> in order to release any information. I'm not kidding. More than half a century is what they wanted in the FOIA request. And that's a, that's a big no-no. We should have every right to know what's being put in our bodies. And if we don't, have, if we don't know what's being put in our bodies, we, we, are, we do not give informed consent, and you can't put it in my body. Although you can be persecuted, lose your job, can't go eat a pizza, can't go to a Broadway show. Uh, soon, many would like us to not be able to fly on planes until we get so-called vaccinated. I mean, this is telling. The world is starting to be heard. Israel is also asking questions, along with Great Britain. A lot of people here in this country are starting to ask questions. And if Pfizer and Moderna and J&J all stand behind what these shots are, just answer our questions. It's not that freaking hard. It's really not. And I hope that this raises the pressure on, uh, on these companies to give some information. 
It's really that simple. And I like what you wrote in there, Kay, by the way. A lot of people do think that all three of these jabs somehow FDA have FDA approval. They don't. They all three, BioNTech is the Pfizer jab. They all three only have EUA, emergency usage authorization. That's it. And, and that is not anything other than, in layman's terms, an experimental medicine they want you to take. It's, it's, not, it's, it's honestly not as complicated as they're trying to make it. Let me go to the phone lines. I just want to know, are you getting all the information you need? Are you hearing what you need to hear about this? Are you getting answers to the questions that you're, answering, uh, that you're asking? If not, why not? Let me go to Catherine, Louisiana. Hi, Catherine. What's going on? Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Um, my job allows me privy information, and yes, for a long time, I, I work for the military here, and all the soldiers that we are hurting every single day, cardiology, pulmonology, 20-year-olds, I'm getting my information because I know where to look. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but telling everybody I, I don't have enough time and I'm only one person, We've been fighting back. There's lots of us fighting back um, on deaf ears, unfortunately. You, you know, you, people in your position and have... it breaks my heart. And it breaks mine as well because you were a hero six months ago. Suddenly you can't say anything. You've got to get in line or else you're out of a job. Um, uh, people like you have, have promised, have sworn, have dedicated your lives to, to not doing any harm and, in fact, healing people and helping people. And at the end of the day, you're being told you can't if you don't get in line, take a shot that, that you know per- firsthand is causing adverse effects in people. This has got to be the strangest thing you've ever faced in your career. Oh, absolutely. It's like, where did the science go? I just learned, I learned this in school. Where's the data that shows it changed? Where is the research? I want the numbers and they, they can't give it. <laughs> and it's the only time in my life that, that you're not allowed to ask. We're allowed to ask about everything else except for this yeah. thing for some reason. And there's a lot of money behind it, isn't there? Oh, a lot yeah. uh, way more than we probably even know yeah i'm with you Catherine. thank you very much for what you do i appreciate you open line now 888-941-PAGS joepags.com it's going to be uh, ryan in ohio ryan what's up about a minute or so let's go okay i'll be real quick get your response um in october of 20 i heard rush limbaugh say that a study from john hopkins university revealed that there was no more deaths as to date than normal, maybe a slight uptick in middle-aged people. Other than that, the deaths in this country were normal. And number two, we have a small family business, and we deal with some funeral home directors, and there is no problem getting funeral home supplies with all the shortages everywhere else, and that seems kind of funny to me if all these extra people are dying. Ryan, I hear you, and I appreciate you. I didn't hear Rush say that, but I have heard other people say, you know, nobody's dying from the flu anymore. They're all dying from COVID somehow. And uh, and I don't know the exact death numbers, but I've heard other people say the same thing. I'll look into it, see if we can find the exact death, uh, death numbers. If, in fact, there is not an increase in the death numbers, that's the same number as those who are dying from COVID, then there is a valid question to ask about it. Why isn't it the normal rate that we would have, the average rate we would have, and then add COVID on top of it? If it's all the same as the average, then what are we talking about here? It's a very interesting quandary. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Senator Ron Johnson when we come back. Stay here. 
You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young man on. He is the Republican from the great state of Wisconsin, Senator Ron Johnson. Senator, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well, Joe. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. I was one of the early adopters of Rumble in that I brought my videos there early on. When I have you on, I get I get censored from YouTube. Uh, I get censored from all the big tech when I have Ron Johnson dare to tell the truth. When I have Trump on, it can't go on those other outlets either. So when Rumble showed up, I went there. And it's still a fledgling website, but what you did the other day by gathering these experts from all across, you know, lawyers to scientists to doctors to to nurses, medical professionals, health professionals, to get real information out there on COVID-19 and what treatments we should be and shouldn't be considering, you you almost broke rumble. I mean, it was like 90,000 people watching live, and I think you just said it's well over a million views on that. Uh, How did that come together? What what made you say to yourself, I've got to have this panel, and let's put this out there live so it can't be censored live? Well, I've been fortunate to be connected to this group of eminently qualified uh, doctors, medical researchers, academicians, really since about the summer of 2020. Uh, partly because of my advocacy for early treatment. And so people started contacting me. I got connected to these email groups. And so what, what I've been able to witness over the last year and a half is a flourishing of, of a different approach. And it's just heartbreaking that uh, this, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the blockade, the censorship from our health, federal health agencies, from the legacy media, from big tech giants, yeah. you know, has literally resulted in, in the death of hundreds of thousands of people that uh, should be alive today, but for uh, early treatment. And so what I'm hoping the people that uh, viewed the five hour long event and it flew by, uh, we barely scratched the surface of the kind of information we needed. The second opinion, as I called the, uh, the event, I'm hoping they recognized how eminently qualified these people are. I hope they recognize the courage and compassion of the doctors who've actually treated COVID patients successfully. And the conclusion should be that, first of all, our response to COVID could have been far more rational, uh, far less divisive, and the coronavirus far less deadly right. than it was. There, there's, no, there's no one that can take a look at uh, you know, the last two years, 900,000 deaths, the human toll, the economic devastation, and call our response to COVID a success. It's been a miserable failure and my final point, if, if, if you're going to adhere to what is normal practice, in other words, if you have a serious medical condition uh, and you're going to seek out a second or maybe even third opinion, wouldn't it be smart to go to doctors who are actually treating the illnesses rather than rely on the Fauci of the world that are sitting in the ivory towers, the public health officials that don't actually treat patients? Right. That is what, in effect, America has done. We've relied on doctors who don't practice medicine while we have vilified and censored uh, and ridiculed those doctors that, that have exposed themselves to the illness. Many of them got ill, uh, have got exposed. They, they contracted uh, COVID. They treated themselves for, you know, with using these cheap, generic, widely available drugs successfully. 
uh, it is, it's made no sense what we've done during this last two years. And what you found out, and it's Senator Ron Johnson, great state of Wisconsin, what you found out by doing that live stream for five hours, and it wasn't on YouTube, Big Tech did not let people promote it. If you put it out there, nobody saw the promotion. You had, again, nearing 100,000 people watching live, millions of views now, and, and I'm going to post about it after we do the interview today, and hopefully we'll get even millions more to go and view it. What you found out was, this isn't about politics. They just want, we, we as the American public want to know the truth. Because without facts, Ron, we have fear. We're all afraid when we're told what we can and can't believe. And if you're skeptical, you're suddenly an anti-vaxxer, you're, you're, you're a fascist, you're a white supremacist, whatever else label they want to put on. If nothing else, you learned that that day with that many live eyeballs and that many people seeing it afterwards. It's not a bunch of conservatives going and watching this, Ron. This is people in America that want to know the facts, right? Absolutely. And, and people are dissatisfied with current NIH guidelines as it relates to COVID. Uh, current guidelines are literally you get tested. If you test positive, do nothing. Go home, isolate yourself in fear. Uh, if you can access monoclonal antibodies, they'll, they'll allow you to use those. And then just hope and pray you don't go in the hospital because over two years, our treatment in hospitals has really not advanced. Right. I mean, this is absurd. You know, what, what other medical condition? Uh, don't we apply the basic fundamental of early detection allows for early treatment produces better results? I mean, isn't that the, the whole game plan on cancer? You want to catch cancer at stage one, not stage four, but current NIH guidelines is basically, you know, wait, wait to the very latest stage of COVID before you seek any treatment and then use only very expensive patented drugs, you know, like remdesivir, which really is, is available to, uh, limit viral replication should be should be used early in the disease but we wait till people are so sick and the the illness has progressed into your lungs where i'm sorry remdesivir doesn't seem to be particularly effective right and there aren't any studies that really show it to be particularly effective either and then of course you put people on ventilators and that's not a treatment at all that's just uh, unfortunately far too many people have perished on ventilators it's Senator Ron Johnson did this incredible live stream the other day. I'm going to go through some of the people just off the top of my head. It was like a who's who or a reunion of people that are on my show all the time. I've had them all on. It was, of course, you were running it. You had Dr. Robert Malone, who is the inventor of, uh, of uh, our mRNA technology. But if you say that, big tech will censor you and call it false information saying he's not the inventor. He is. He holds all the patents. He's the inventor. You had Dr. Peter McCullough, who has put his reputation on the line. And, and, and his Christian faith, he has told me, is actually keeping him above the fray. Um, you had Dr. Richard Urso, who we've had on the program. You had the lawyer Tom Renz there, who is in charge of all these lawsuits. And he, Ron, let's talk about him for a second. He's got literal information from the Department of Defense that says real numbers of people who have died, who have been harmed by these vaccinations. This is not from him. It's not from you. It's not from me or, or my conservative thought process. This is from the Department of Defense under this president that is showing real numbers that we're not really allowed to talk about. Let's talk about the information he has from this government that's squelching the information. Isn't that in and of itself enough to say, yes, we should try ivermectin, yes, we should go hydroxychloroquine, yes, we should go D3 or zinc or whatever the hell else is working? Why would we suppress this information that he got literally from the government? Well, again, you're right. Tom called me Saturday before the event on Monday and said he had uh, some new whistleblowers, people that have been, you know, mining the data from the Department of Defense's, uh, uh, I can't remember exactly what the database is called, but this, this is a database that collects all the uh, medical condition codes through the U.S. 
military. They, they had basically six years worth of information. They're comparing 2021 to the previous five years. Uh, the shocking results uh, do need to be investigated. But, uh, you know, the, the one area, myocarditis, it also appears that uh, people are doctoring the data because they went in, they got information in August, showed, I think, over 1,200 uh, cases of myocarditis uh, compared to, on average, about 43 per year. So 1,200 versus 43. Wow. Pretty shocking. Yep. They went back in when they did their full download on January 10th, and magically, the cases of myocarditis in 2021 were dramatically reduced, and the cases in the previous five years increased. Yeah. And so you still had a two-and-a-half times increase 2021 versus previous years, but nowhere near what it was. So I, I sent a, a, a letter, a preservation of records letter to the Secretary of Defense. Uh, this needs to be investigated. But again, the instance of, of neurological symptoms, uh, problems with pregnancies, miscarriages, uh, this should be fully investigated because this, this isn't theirs. This is a specific database. It captures all these conditions with the, from the finest among us. And the results are shocking and need to be investigated. And it's, it's not voluntary. VARES is voluntary, although VARES was something that we could rely on for all of time since it's existed. Suddenly on COVID-19, we can't rely on it. Okay, let's go to the one that we can rely on. And you're right. Tom's got these whistleblowers coming to him all the time. And these are real numbers that are above reproach. The Department of Defense cannot deny that these are real numbers. Plus, the CDC now is saying, you know, maybe natural immunity does do something. And then all of a sudden, you, you hear that, well, yes, myocarditis is a problem from the American Heart Association, Ron. So people are starting to tell the truth because you're forcing them to. What's the process that you and I need to do better, though, to, to inform more American people that there is skepticism that should be had, there is information that's available to say that what Ron Johnson's saying is true, what Dr. Malone is saying is true, what Dr. McCullough is saying is true, because you're still believing the big media. Just before I started this interview with you, ABC or CNN put out this long piece about how mass carriages aren't happening because of the vaccine. So, I mean, we, we need to be able to show both sides of it, but we're severely hampered for the reasons that I just mentioned. These are all owned by the far left. What do we do? Well, let me tell you the real reason it's going to be difficult to get the truth out is all the people that have been complicit in the censoring of this. Right. Now, no, nobody's going to want to admit they are wrong. They can't afford to be proven wrong. Now, let's say it's actually proven. I, I, I'm going to have my doubts about any trial that doesn't show these drugs be effective because you know, I've got doctors treating patients. They know they're effective. Right. But let, let's say it's proven that ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, budesonide, I mean, all these, this cornucopia drugs could have saved hundreds of thousands of lives. Imagine the consequences for all the people who have been trashing these drugs that have been suppressing and censoring that information. The body, too, is body tolls is way too high. And so the healthcare agencies, you know, the, the heads of those agencies, the legacy media, the big tech giants, they can't afford to be proven wrong. And here's the problem, Joe, is they pretty much have the power to ensure that they won't be proven wrong. So they'll continue to trash me, ridicule all these courageous doctors. They'll ruin their reputations to save their own reputations. That That's, we have such a significant uh, challenge ahead of us here. We, we are up against powerful, powerful people. And the powerful people that you're talking about, Fauci one day last week said, hey, we probably should do uh, another booster every year. Next day, the CEO of Pfizer says, hey, good news. You guys should all take a booster every year. Pfizer, the company that has seven times profits, 
last year than it had before COVID showed up. I think that the total revenue was something crazy like $36 billion for Pfizer that was astronomically higher than what they saw before. But just profits alone were seven times uh, or almost eight times profits. So we know that this is a profit source for them. They're not going to stop. We know that the Biden administration is completely complicit with them. Hey, you can get a booster. It's free. It's not free. Somebody's paying for it. And Fauci is adding to this by saying, yeah, you should probably get a booster every year. And quietly, you know, naturally immunity might work. Quietly, you know, ivermectin does work, just take a look at India. You know, quietly, hydroxychloroquine does work, take a look at Nigeria, where they take it from malaria all year long, a very low rate of COVID-19. So you're the champion of right to try, and thank God you are. We should have the right to try something that might work, that is showing even anecdotally might work to save our lives or to save us from disease. You must be really just reeling about this because that before we ever heard of COVID-19, Ron, you were out there pushing right to try. So why can't we try? Why can't we just say what I just said, what you've been saying, what you said for five hours the other day? Look, this is a narrative that's being pushed by people who are making billions of dollars. Can we just give both sides at least? And Joe, I've always been supportive of the pharmaceutical in- industry. What Am I the only one that wants a life-saving new drug? I'm I'm part from the private sector. I realize you have to make money to be able to invest yes. in these kinds of discoveries. But my eyes have been opened wide by the corruption and the capture of our regulatory agencies by Big Pharma. One of the charts we talked about during the event was put together by Pierre Corey's group, and they just showed all the drugs where we do have some studies. And, and there's so many drugs that appear to be pretty effective, including some of these expensive uh, novel patented drugs of the drug companies. But it's, they circled all the drugs that are currently being recommended. Not one cheap, generic, repurposed drug was circled. The only thing circled are the expensive patented drugs by the drug companies. They started about 500 bucks a pop. That's Paxlovid. Uh, then Molnupiravir about, Molnupiravir, about 700 bucks. Yeah. Remdesivir. I mean, the studies supporting Remdesivir really don't support its use. Over $3,000, of course. Of course, you know we've spent tens of billions on the vaccine. And you talked about how much profit that's put in the in Pfizer and, and uh, Moderna's pockets. So you have to, in the end, conclude something's going on here. But again, these are powerful interests. They've captured media. They've captured our agencies. That's what we're up against. But hopefully, hopefully, the tr- truth can prevail here. But we've, we've got an uphill climb. It's Senator Ron Johnson out there fighting for America and fighting for truth. I just uh, uh, Fighting for just that to, to show both sides is something that should be simply done by everybody in, in your chamber, but it's not happening. A lot of senators are very quiet about this. One last question about this and about treatments. Uh, can the Biden administration really tell Florida we're not going to give you any monoclonal antibodies? Really? It was working in Florida. Ron, uh, Ron DeSantis said, the governor said, this has been working. You're literally telling people who are waiting in line for the treatment they can no longer get it because you're pulling back the availability. Can Biden himself really do that? Apparently they can because they are. And that's my caution to every person watching this video. Stop putting your hopes and dreams in the federal government to solve your problem uh, or problems. The federal government basically exacerbates problems and it is the federal government that can take away your freedom. And that's what we're seeing. Yeah, you're right. I I was a champion of right to try. That's for unapproved drugs. Right. Those are for nobody ever thought you'd need a right to try bill for fully approved drugs where doctors have the full right to prescribe these things off label, which about 20 to 30 percent of prescriptions are prescribed off labels. 
that is how you advance medicine. Doctors practicing medicine, taking these molecules that work for one condition and realizing, you know, it just might work over here. Yeah. That's how you advance medicine. But we have not advanced medicine over the last two years when it comes to COVID. That is a travesty. That is a tragedy. It itself is a scandal. Rob, thanks for being out in front of this. Thanks for that five-hour get-together the other day. I'm going to make sure that I link to it again. We should have 10, 20, 30 million people see that because the information that was available from people who are above reproach, nobody has ever questioned what these guys are saying. They just attack them on their character, attack them uh, personally, and they attack you personally as well as they will after this. But you believe in freedom and liberty. You believe in, in actually healing the the sick. And to have a roundtable like that, like you had with people who who were families of those who had adverse effects from the vaccine, this is so important. The the more they attack you, the more important we know that the work is. Thanks a million for doing it. By the way, we've always invited the Fauci's of the world, the, C- the CEOs of the, the big drug companies, other people with a different viewpoint. They refuse to show up. That speaks volumes. It does. Ron, thanks a million. Happy New Year. Appreciate seeing you. Let's do it again very soon. Thank you, sir. Take care. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Ron Johnson coming out. He's telling the truth, and he's trying to get the truth out there to you and to me, which is a big deal, and he's being attacked because of it. So I hope he'll stay strong. Go to Rumble and look up that that roundtable. I'll try to find the exact link to it and put it up as well. Let me tell you about Stamps.com. Stamps.com knows that small businesses are fun. They're stressful. They're not easy to run. And time is money, even more so than a really big business. Time is money. You go to the post office or UPS, and you're going to end up waiting in line for a long time. That's going to set you back. It's going to cost you money because, again, time is money. Go to stamps.com. It lets you print official postage right from your computer so you can spend less time at the post office, more time running your business. Stamps.com gives you the access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer, no matter where it happens to be, and get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like 40% off of USPS rates and 76% off of UPS. doesn't matter how big or small the office is. It could be a warehouse, and Stamps.com is going to come through for you. Go right now to the website, Stamps.com. Sign up with my promo code PAGS, get a special offer, including a four-week trial, free postage, your digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, enter code PAGS, make that happen right now at Stamps.com. Stay here, much more to come. Joe PAGS.